Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. In this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Audio Experience, tune in to hear Dr. Brianne Showman's journey in trying to find the perfect job through frustrations with insurance companies, finding her niche, and the steps that led to her creating Get Your Fixed Physical Therapy and Get Your Fixed Nutrition. Listen in to hear how to manage the fear of the unknown, how to properly manage your time, the value of patience, and overcoming challenges. So welcome back to the New Grad PT Success Blueprint. My name is Javier Carlin, the host of the show. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Brianne Showman. She's been a licensed PT since 2006. Since that time, she has been helping active adults and athletes get back to peak health and performance. Being a CrossFitter and runner herself, she also understands the desire to want to push through the pain, not wanting to take time off and getting back to activity as soon as possible. She does her best to keep athletes participating in their activities, modifying as necessary, but not taking them completely away from their training. Brianne, thank you so much for jumping on the show. I'm super excited to have you on. You are quite welcome. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you just, oh man. So if, if you don't follow Brianne um, either on Instagram or Facebook, you have to follow her because she posts some amazing content, uh, both for... I, I, I mean, for me, it helps me so much because it is for, for the population that you work with, you know, the CrossFitters and the runners, but you also have a lot of stuff on productivity and time management. And, and that is super helpful, especially for me right now, um, you know, as a, a new business owner, uh, it, it, it's definitely something I'm going to dive into a lot more. So I, I appreciate the content that you put out for us. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you're quite welcome. Thank you for paying attention to it. Of course, of course. So Brianne, can you give the listeners a glimpse of your background and then just dive into your journey after graduating from PT school? Yeah, so uh, we'll go pre-PT school first. I'm one of the very few people that actually went from high school into undergrad, knowing what they were going to do, went straight to PT school and came out. Um, so for, I, uh, I knew I wanted something medical and I know I wanted to be, see, be around active people as well. So that's why I chose a physical therapy route. And, uh, I'm absolutely thrilled that I did. Um, I'm really, I've had a really good opportunity as a clinician with my experiences that I've had in the outpatient world. Um, I started actually... <laughs> I job hopped a couple years, <laughs> so you will not get the best job ever right away. I actually was at one job for like six months. I was miserable. Myself and clinic director did not get along. I had a headaches daily, like literal headaches. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was there for six months, found a new job. I was there for a year before there was a big corporate merger. I was laid off and uh, then found a new job and was there for almost 10 years. <laughs> nice. So, um, 
but I've always worked in the general outpatient orthopedic world. Um, it's where I am, feel I'm best fit. I don't do neuro. I don't do peds. Um, it is definitely not my thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> I gave it a go. I was like, I came in with an open mind during PT school. I'm like, you know what? You never know. You never know. I might like this. Nope. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I can't make therapy a game. That's my biggest thing with peds. Like I'm fine with the kids, but I can't make therapy fun. <laughs> Yeah. So funny, funny backstory on that. And I think it's something, it was a traumatic event when I was like five years old. I accidentally, so I did, I guess, I mean, I don't remember that much, but I picked up my, my baby sister out of the crib um, when I was five. I don't know how I picked her up, but I did. And I dropped her. So ever since then, I'm terrified of picking babies up. <laughs> I haven't gotten past that yet. So I'm like, peds is definitely not happening. <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> you may want to get over that before you have kids just yes for, for sure yes <laughs> I think it'll change once that happens <laughs> I hope so awesome. uh yeah so I worked just general outpatient for like I said almost 10 years and then I had I was starting to get sick of the insurance world because of the limitations that we were put on or the were put on us as far as how many visits were allowed what we can and can't do at times, um, all the different restrictions. And a couple years ago, my absolute final straw, I had a, an insurance company call me up and said that they were denying um, a specific code, saying that they only reimburse for that code if it was a stroke or spinal cord injury, I believe. And uh, it was a perfectly valid code. They essentially wanted me to like rebill three months worth of treatments to change the code, which also would have meant me changing the documentation of three months. And I refused to do that. <laughs> and at that point I was just like, I'm done with insurance companies. I need to figure out how to not do this anymore. I hear you on that. Yeah. Insurance companies are a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no for sure and I, I think a, a few things like you know we we all want that dream job right out of right out of school and like you said it just never happens uh you make you make the most out of it you know you learn from the good and the bad but you can you know you can set yourself up and and um and try your best to find that perfect job but it's it's tough it's it's definitely not easy so so that, that second job that you held for 10 years, um, that, that's the one where that happened, where yes. they wanted you, okay, gotcha. And that's where you're like, I'm done with this. Yes. No more. <laughs> I absolutely, and I still, like if someone, if I know someone that needs therapy and absolutely wants to go through insurance, I will like still send them to that company. I absolutely loved mm -hmm. them. They were great people to work for. I just got sick of the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us more about your, your company, like the, your, your business, essentially the, the one that you opened up, uh, get your fix. I know there's get your fix physical therapy and get your fix nutrition. So you can talk about both. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We kind of coexist together very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I essentially was doing, I've had my business actually for almost five years. I was kind of just treating people on the side for a while, my full-time job. And then two years ago I left the full-time job and opened my own in a multi-practitioner wellness center. So I was in with a lot of different other um, medical practitioners. Um, it, was a, it was a fun environment for sure. 
and uh, but uh, I moved in there. It was primarily just doing the physical therapy thing, and about six months into this, I started getting more um, kind of looking in. I've always have been as far as the nutrition side of things for myself, but then I started looking into it about as far as how can this help my athletes or how can I help athletes get better um, performance wise, heal faster, recover faster. Um, and then I'll also just looking at like how much is what we put into our bodies related to the actual pain that we're experiencing. Uh, and so I really started incorporating the nutrition side of things into what I do um, education wise with my clients and uh, then turn that into um, a separate but related business um, and doing nutrition coaching with my athletes too. I love it. I love it. So, so it's, so you've, you've had your business open up for, for five years now, correct? Mm -hmm. okay. And then, so after that, cause we were talking about this a little bit before. So after uh, being, so, so you were at the wellness center up until when? Uh, late November of last year. Of so last like year. Five okay. months ago. Okay, cool. So, so what are you, what are you doing now as far as um, like where, like where are you located now? Yeah. So now I'm out of three different CrossFit boxes. I started initially at one. Um, I, I, rather than going like all three at once and making myself crazy, I started <laughs> at one about a month later, I moved into the other one. And then about two months later, I moved into the third. Gotcha. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I think this is great because, you know, um, a lot of new grads that, that kind of see, I mean, I think there's, there's more like new grad PTs nowadays that are starting their own businesses either right out of school or, or shortly after. Um, for, for those that, that are thinking about doing that, um, that are on the fence or just don't know how to go about it, like you don't have to open up, you know, a huge facility right out the bat. You can, you know, work from, from local CrossFit boxes. You can work out of gyms. You can sell lease of space. Some places, some facilities like just want a physical therapist there because it makes them look good. And at times they don't even charge you to be there. Like this can look like so many different things. Um, obviously you can have like an online business where you do telehealth. There's a lot of different, uh, a lot of different types of businesses that you can go into. Uh, so, so just kind of, you know, keep, keep an open mindset, get creative with what you can do and, and what type of business you, you, you can open. Cause you don't have to spend, you know, 40, $50,000 right off the bat, especially as a new grad PT, if, if that's what you're thinking of doing, like you don't have to do that. Um, so, so it just goes to show that like you, you're, you know, working out of, out of three, um, CrossFit boxes now. And, and that's some, someone that, so, something that others can do as well. Um, obviously you have to build relationships, build those connections. Um, and it's still not easy. Obviously it's still, still not easy but it is available for others to do as well yeah so so Brian, before before you decided like five five years ago before you decided to jump in into you know the, the business world what were the fears that you had before finding finally deciding to kind of take that leap of faith into starting your own business I mean, the biggest one is the fact that I have no clue what I'm doing <laughs> for business. Like, I had no business background. I had no clue what I was doing. Um, still don't have the time. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about but it. But <laughs> luckily, I have people that do. I was actually just met my accountant yesterday, and, and I told her the same thing. I was just like, I have no clue what I'm doing half the time. Like, I just email you. <laughs> um, but, uh. Plus the thing too, especially with her is like the taxes are constantly changing. And so that was part of it is like, 
part of what I put as far as expenses. She's like, we can't do that anymore. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But uh, I think that's the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back is just the not knowing what to do um, as far as the business side of things go. But luckily there's, especially in the PT world, there's so many resources. Um, You know, I have the people that I like, I uh, learned the Medicare cash pay stuff from Jared Carter. I learned the cash pay PT side from Aaron LaBauer. Um, and now I work with Greg Todd. And so it's like, there's different mentors out there who have done it, that it's, you can slowly learn the business side of things from. And uh, you know, it's things like you mess up sometimes and hopefully you don't have to pay a fine because whatever you did to mess up. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's always a way out of a situation. It's just a matter of what is the way out of a situation if you do something wrong. Right. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's the fear that everyone has. It's like, it's a fear of the unknown at the end of the day. Like um, you can't expect to know everything going into it cause you, you won't. And it's just knowing that you have people who do know a little bit more than you do. And it's just, just being okay with reaching out to them and asking for help. Um, like, like same thing as you, like, I don't know anything about accounting. So I'm like, listen, like, just take all these papers. Let me know what you need me to print out, figure it out. I trust you. Cool. Give me the report. Yeah. Explain it to me a little bit, but I'm fine with that. Like, just you do your job. I'll do mine. <laughs> pretty much how it works. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And then as far as a business, yeah, as far as a business stuff, it's the same thing. That's like, we didn't, we didn't go to school for it. So we can't expect to just have a successful business, you know, right off the bat. It takes time. And as you and I know, it takes a lot of hard work. And sometimes, a lot of times things don't go as planned. <laughs> Patients Very cancel, they, they cancel, they no show. Um, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And it's a grind. Um, but it's a grind with a purpose. And, uh, I still think it's always going to be better than, than having to work for someone else. You know, you, you have, you have some control over your time. You just kind of have to figure out how to balance it out on your own. <laughs> um, but, but definitely, yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's just, it's just knowing why, why you're going into it. Right. Um, but we all have those fears and I don't think those fears ever go away. Um, Cause it's funny. I asked you like what, what fears you had before finally deciding to take that leap of faith. And it's like, well, no, we're still having those same fears now. Right? Well, it's like, I, um, so I have a part-time admin working for me now. And it's like, at the time I emailed my account and I was like, um, okay, what do I need to do? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do for an employee. Yeah. Like what papers do I need to fill out? Right? Like, yeah. what do I file? What, what am I doing? Right. Right. Um, <laughs> what what was so aside from from that that situation situation where they wanted you to go back and document three months worth of 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 documentation for a patient like aside from that what what was the other driving force that finally pushed you into starting your own business yeah so it actually so that had happened it was like um I want to say like a July, June, July timeframe when that happened. And so I was like, I was fed up. And then about four months later, I want to say it was like November, October, November timeframe, a chiropractor I knew, uh, he was, he's one that actually approached me. He um, opened the multi-practitioner wellness center. Okay. And so he was telling me, he's like, this is what my plan is. If you want in, like you have like first dibs on space and everything. So 
Um, it's kind of those things that this location, um, yeah, I would have to pay rent and all that, obviously, but this location kind of just fell into my lap. And so it's like, all right, this can get me out of, give me a location and help me, you know, get a start to, to my own business without having to like go search out a place, get a place of my own, that sort of thing. So that was ultimately what the, um, what helped me pull the trigger. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. Um, would you, well, no, that, that's, that's a silly question. Of course you wouldn't go back, <laughs> go back to, to, through all that trouble again. No way, no way. So what are, what are some current, ch- cause I, you know, everyone kind of sees the success cause a lot of the times that's, what's easy to show people, but what current challenges are you struggling with? Um, cause I, I think the, I think from the challenges we, we learn a lot more, um, even within ourselves, once we're able to reflect on what's actually going on, especially once we push through that challenge, like if that, if it were to happen again, like we know exactly, um, well, we hopefully know exactly what to do to overcome it the following time. And we just continue to get better and better and better. Um, because you know, when, when we're stressed out about things like that, that's when we're, you know, forced to grow. Um, and like what, what current challenges are you struggling with? And then I'll go ahead and share some of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, as far as the business goes, for me, the biggest thing is just getting clients in the door. Um, You know, as therapists, obviously we get new patients and we discharge them a bit. Or, you know, even if like I technically don't discharge anyone, I just keep them as a constant client in some way, shape or form, constantly reaching out to them. But um, eventually they're no longer injured and, and they're back to doing what they're doing and doing this you need to see them regularly so my biggest thing is just keeping that constant flow of people um like as a cash pay therapist technically i don't need a large number of clients per week but i'm still not where i need to be in order to kind of um, be fully where i want to profit wise and so that's my biggest struggle right now is just finding new ways to um, get more people in the door yeah yeah, I think I think that's every business owner's like main struggle. <laughs> it's acquiring customers. It's the hardest thing to do. Like once you have them in, once you're able to talk to them, um, and and you know have them in, in in your practice, and you're able to talk to them about what their needs are and what they actually want to accomplish, and that transformation that they're looking for, like that that is, it's still challenging, but that's the easier part. I, I feel like getting like getting people in is is ultimately the hardest thing, and. Um, honestly, for anyone that is thinking about doing this and, and starting their own business, like start learn, start learning those skills as quickly as possible because, you know, we've you've been at it for for some time now, um, you know, and learning the marketing and learning the business skills. I've been doing this for a couple of years, and it's still not easy. It's still not easy. So um, it definitely takes time to learn. It. it takes practice to you know learn and implement and and figure out what works and what doesn't, um, and. And as always, like the sooner you get going, like the better, <laughs> the better. It saves you a lot of time in the future, a lot of a lot of headaches, and you'll still have the headaches, but um, <laughs> but hopefully there'll be less of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Definitely. Um. So, Brianne, what uh, what advice would you give to a, a new grad PT who might be struggling with? with clarity and, and direction in their career, maybe they feel stuck at, at their current job. Like what, what advice would you give to them? 
Yeah, I, I like to say follow your passion, but obviously you have to take that with a grain of salt because your whatever your passion is may or may not be a profitable profitable way to do it. But mm. essentially, I like like my biggest thing. I think with people is you have to enjoy what you're doing. You have to have fun doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and so like find make sure it's something that you would do for free. You know, if I shouldn't say if necessary, but just find something that like you would do for free, but yes, you want to get paid for to actually, you know, pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually love what I do. And um, that's one of the reasons I tend to overwork myself is because it doesn't seem like work when I'm, when I'm doing everything all day, um, whether it's working on my projects or reaching out to people on social media or actually yeah. treating clients regardless of what I'm doing it's not work for me, but it's because everything I do is so much fun. Yeah. And so I think that's the really important thing is if you don't find something that's, that you actually enjoy doing, then that's when people get so burnt out on, on the career. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you're having so much fun throughout the day that you don't notice how, how exhausted you are. And then you get home and it's all like, <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> right. I just got hit by a train. <laughs> it's like, bed time. Yes. <laughs> I wish I was going to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> That'd be the greatest thing ever. Maybe one day. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. So big takeaways is find something that makes you happy. You know, go with your passion, but make sure your passion pays you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's a fine balance. And a lot of the times, you know, it would be nice to go a hundred percent all in with what you're passionate about. Um, but, but sometimes like you, I mean, initially in the beginning, as you kind of figure it out, like maybe you go with what, what, you know, what you, you still enjoy, but slightly more profitable. And later on when you have some cushion, go straight for your passion, you know, work with the people that you want, uh, want to work with, but there's, I mean, there's multiple ways to go about it, but definitely that's great advice. Um, so I have to get like your top three. Uh, productivity and, and time management tips for sure. Cause I I'm, I'm being selfish here. They're mostly for me. So, <laughs> so, so what are the top three things that you do um, that, that you can re- recommend someone like me to do? <laughs> yes. Um, so first and foremost, especially based on our discussion initially, what is um, get rid of as many distractions as you can. So turning off your notifications, um, on your phone, on your computer, as many notifications as you can. Uh, like for me on my phone, I literally have phone calls, text messages, and Facebook Messenger. And other than that, like I don't have any notifications active. Hmm. Um, and with that said as well, like if you need to look at your texts, you know, at the time just to make sure like there's no emergency, cool, but don't respond like respond to this one. And then like 10 minutes later, you get another text and respond to that. Like set a time in the day, like an hour block. And that's when you're going to respond to like that group of messages. So a lot of times I'll do like 12 noon, like noon time while I'm eating lunch, I'll respond to messages. And then maybe like four or five o'clock in the afternoon, I'll respond to messages again, but I'm not like getting on my phone constantly to respond to messages. I'm not getting on my email constantly to kind of see what's come in. Um, it's really like structuring time to respond to things. Gotcha. Um, other big one is, um, especially if you're having more of just kind of an admin type day or admin type block of time, is really time blocking your schedule. Um, knowing that from like 
eight o'clock to nine o'clock, you're working on this task. And then nine o'clock to 10 o'clock, you're working on this task. And that it does two things. One, it keeps you focused on your task at hand, knowing that, all right, this is the time I'm working on this. But it also, it gets that stuff out of your head as far as like, I'm working on this now, but I also have this, 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 and this to work on because you already have those scheduled out later. So you don't have to think about all this other stuff you have to do because you know what's on your schedule. Mm, that makes sense. I love mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, these awesome. are great. Yeah, give me another and one. One more. One more. <laughs> one more. Um, the other one, and I don't know if you've seen the picture of my infamous whiteboard or not, but Sundays I... I have seen have, it, yeah. Awesome. So yeah. I pretty much plan out everything. Like it's my tasks of everything I'm... Like my projects I'm working on, everything I need to get done during that week. And so then the night before I go to bed, I can look at that and kind of, and look at my schedule as well and figure out, all right, what things do I need to get done tomorrow? And then I can time block that on my schedule or just make sure I work on those things. So um, spending time on either Sunday night or Monday morning, figuring out what things need to be done that week um, helps you then plan each day as the day goes on. Beautiful. Perfect. I, I'm taking notes here. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> and then read yeah. my book. Yes, yes, yes. I can't, I can't freaking wait. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that is awesome. I, so I did, um, I started with the Facebook uh, messages, turning those off. So I'm, I'm getting that going. The Facebook notifications, at least Facebook messages are still on. So I agree a hundred percent with the distractions. Like the thing is that when you, when you, like when you, when you're answering messages, uh, throughout the day, you know, whenever, like as soon as someone text message, like text you, you text them back, like you're basically letting other people control your, your day and control your life essentially. Right. You're being yeah. very reactive to, to your environment. And at the end of the day, when, when you do that, you feel like, like super overwhelmed. You didn't, you don't feel like you, you're accomplished. You don't feel like you got a lot done because again, you were letting other people run your day. Uh, so, so I get that hundred percent and I'm not perfect with it. I'm still kind of working on it, but, but I love that. And I love the time blocking, um, aspect of it. Like kind of like exactly what you said, you know, checking it at 12, maybe checking it around five or at least another time in the day to, to look at all those messages and respond back like that. That's huge. That's massive. And then that's kind of in a way like time blocking, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. so, so just, and I, I found it like with me at least, like whenever I write something down that I have to do, whether it's on a sheet of paper, on my whiteboard or on my computer, it immediately, like it frees, frees up my mind because I don't have to think about it the entire day. I know it's, I know I'm going to see it everywhere. <laughs> so yeah. I know I'm not going to miss it. And that, that does help a ton, a ton. I, I fell off of that. I got to get back on it, on it. My routine got all screwed up, but I'm definitely doing that again. So that's, that is a great tip. Um, when I was on top of my game like that, that helped me a ton. And then the Sunday night scheduling, like for the entire week is badass like that. Again, it's just the same concept, right? Like you, you don't have to think about what you're doing that week. It's like, all right, boom, 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 boom. And you lock everything in and you're good to go. So yeah, sweet. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you're it. You're welcome. You're yeah. Welcome. So, so Brianne, what's next for you? What are your biggest goals for 2019? Uh, I have one more project I'm working on. Um, so I was talking to Greg recently and he's like, you have everything. He's like, you don't need to create anything else. But I'm like, I am right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually working on, I'm creating an app right now. Okay. Um, and then my colleague and I, we just, I actually just yesterday published our third cookbook on Amazon. I'm, we're working on our fourth, and then that's going to be turned into a big print cop, 
print version, put them all together. Wow. So those are kind of my two projects left for the year. And then I have another book idea in my head. I'm not sure if I'll get that started this year, but that's highly possible to be done as well. You're so badass. So wait, this is book number four, the one that just, that just so released? So we... Technically, yes. So I have three digital cookbooks now and then my Own Your Day, Own Your Life. I love it. Oh my goodness. You're such a beast. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Beast. It's crazy. It so is. It's, so oh my goodness. That is, you're incredible. You really are. So we didn't talk about what, what so what time do you typically wake up? Like what's your normal <laughs> routine? <laughs> well, this is the reason I try to get to bed by eight or eight 30 because I wake up at three. <laughs> it's, I, I know for anyone listening right now, you probably think she's crazy, but it's a, the best thing in the world because at that time, like there's nothing like no one's awake at that time. So you get so much done. It's like complete silence, complete focus. It's the greatest thing ever. It, it really is. I've done, I haven't woken up at three o'clock, but like <laughs> I, I did spend a lot, a long time, like waking up at four thirty in the morning, which I thought was, I was like, damn, I'm a badass. Like no one's up at this time. And I was like completely wrong <laughs> for, yeah, <laughs> for an hour and a half already. What the hell? <laughs> but de- no, definitely that's. Oh my goodness, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some ears. I got some ears on you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Brienne, uh, wh- where can, where can people find you if they want to find out more about you? Um, you know, your business and, and just, um, just, yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, social media wise, I do most of my stuff on Facebook. So you can find me on my personal page, Brienne Showman, or my business pages, get your fix physical therapy, get your fixed nutrition are both uh, my businesses. Um, Instagram is, um, be showman Brown, get your fixed PT and get your fixed nutrition. Um, you can find me on my websites, get your and get your Um, I have my podcast highly functional. If you're interested in any fitness related, um, podcast stuff, it's pretty, I do a little bit of nutrition, rehab, training, mental a little bit of everything. So it's pretty cool podcast. I love it. Is that, so is that tailored to, to, you know, patients or physical therapists, a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Um, primarily for the athlete, but then we pull in a lot of stuff that's relevant for clinicians and coaches as well. I love it. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. I think that's everything. I might've missed something, but (laughs) it's okay. We'll put it everywhere. Oh yeah, you yeah, she is everywhere. So you can look her up on Facebook and I'm sure she's open open to answering any questions only at twelve and four. Okay. <laughs> don't Brienne, expect an immediate response. Don't expect an immediate response. It's not because she's ignoring you, it's because she's following her schedule. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Brianne. That was that was a blast and uh, I really appreciate your time because I know and you have a lot going on. So uh, thank you for jumping on the show. You're quite welcome, Javi. Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free 
New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.